Welcome to the Inner Healer Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Stewart. Your inner world creates your outer world, and we're here to talk about how you can transform from the inside out. I'm a kinesiologist, mind-body medicine practitioner, healer, conscious business mentor, and teacher. I work with everything from the scientific to the energetic, the spiritual and the metaphysical to empower, inspire and uplift you and give you the knowledge of your own inner healing gifts. I'm so honoured to have you here. Let's begin. Welcome back to the podcast everyone. Today I wanted to talk about the mind-body connection and how we can look at what is going on in the body as a reflection of what is going on with our minds and emotions. We tend to think of our bodies and minds separately, even though they're intimately connected. And everything we think and believe and the way we behave has an effect on our physical body, either positively or negatively. I'm a big believer that our body talks to us, and if we're open to listening, we can look at a much deeper level to what is going on underneath the surface, and what is happening on not only on the physical level, but on the emotional, mental, and energetic body. And if you want to understand a little bit more about the energetic body, I have an episode that I did right at the start of the podcast, I think it's episode two, that you can listen to. Uh, I'll link it in the show notes so you can check that out. But what starts to really interest me is when we can begin to establish that often what is going on for us physically is a result of the thoughts that we have and our beliefs, and that by healing the mind and shifting the old patterning, we can begin to change the physical expression. Because your feelings, your energy, your thoughts influence your physical, mental and emotional health. We can start to look at symptoms we may be experiencing And rather than just treating them with medication, we can look at a wider approach. And when we get to the bottom of the emotions or patterns of the mind that are affecting the physical, you can begin to heal on a deeper level rather than just a temporary band-aid. Our bodies can be quite a mystery. There can be unresolved trauma. And when I use the word trauma, it's important to know that we all suffer from trauma at some point in our lives. They can be little, they could be really big things that happen to you. So for example, traumatic events could be like an accident or a long-term financial hardship, perhaps losing your job, a relationship breakdown, maybe losing a person close to you, Uh, COVID-19, you know, the pandemic and what we've experienced as a collective. And if we don't allow ourselves to process these events, We end up storing them deep down and we might not even be aware of it. And we can have a tendency to disconnect or disassociate because that's easier than feeling what is actually going on. We can also do this as a protective mechanism to feel safe. However, you can't keep pushing it down forever. You might have heard the saying, what we resist persists. So eventually it has to play out in some way. And this could show up as a deep fatigue, perhaps depression, anxiety, hormonal issues, insomnia, or other physical presentations. We have events and patterns that we all carry, whether conscious or unconscious. But as most of our unresolved emotion is 90% in the subconscious mind, then it stands to reason 
that we carry a lot without being aware of where our physical symptoms stem from. And by getting in touch with your body and learning to understand it, you have the power to put yourself back into the driver's seat. And I've had personal experience of this. I had a full body shutdown back in 2010. And I knew it wasn't my body that was the actual problem. It was my mental state and the way I was living my life. I had a partner at the time that made me feel constantly anxious and abandoned and insecure. But rather than leave the relationship, I stayed in it for three years trying to make it work. And I know much of this stemmed back to my father and him not being present during my childhood and not showing up for me. And I'd recreated a similar situation. At the same time, I was working insane hours as a producer in commercial advertising. I was constantly on a plane and I knew that it wasn't making me happy. And even though I was becoming unwell, I just kept pushing through. So ultimately through doing this, I was abandoning myself. I wasn't listening to the anxiety or the pain in my body. I just persisted on. And there's a great saying, listen while the body whispers rather than waiting till it screams. Well, mine had a full-blown screaming match with me in the end. Everything crumbled and was stopped for me. And this was actually a good thing because it took the choice out of it for me. I couldn't move. I ended up in a wheelchair at one point. And apart from doctor's appointments, I couldn't leave my apartment for around three months as I was unable to move without incredible pain. And I was very lucky though. I had a great doctor that understood the mind-body connection. And we worked through not only the physical symptoms, but the emotional ones as well. And I went to a psychologist, I went to acupuncturists, other alternative healers that were able to help me. And even though it took some years, I began unwinding everything that I'd held in since I was a small child. And in all honesty, I feel like I'm still working through some of it now even though the greater part of it has been resolved within me. And I listen to my body now. I actually feel like quite a finely tuned machine. When things come up, I take time to understand them and heal them from the inside, rather than just the external symptom that might be presenting. So today I wanted to talk through some of the specific areas of the body and what they mean. So I'll be talking through body parts, but you can also look up meanings uh, by symptoms. And there's so many incredible books on this subject. Some of my go-tos and where I've taken this information from, if you're interested in exploring this further, is The Secret Language of Your Body by Ina Segal, uh, Body Mind by Ken Dichtwald. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but I'm going to pop it in the show notes for you so you can see all these books. Metaphysical Anatomy by Yvette Rose. The Body is the Barometer of the Soul by Annette Noontill. And you've probably heard of the work of Louise Hay, who was really a pioneer in this area. And I think it's important when you begin to learn and understand about some of the underlying patterns that this is not about becoming self-critical. It's simply bringing your awareness to the surface so you can be healed and you can allow yourself to connect to the wisdom of your body and discover its innate intelligence. And through doing this, you can then go about releasing the old patterning and seeing how you can show up differently in your life. And this is what I do in my kinesiology sessions with people. 
we look at what is going on in the physical level and then see what's underlying uh, and shift and rebalance on the emotional and the mental and the energetic level, which then results in the physical symptoms shifting. Okay, so let's take a look. I'm really giving a top level overview here as there can be so many uh, different issues with different physical body parts, but this is just to give you a place of understanding to start with. And I'm going to get started with the back as many people can have back issues. So when you have back issues or issues with your spine, it's usually because you're feeling unsupported. After all, your spine is what supports your body. You might be feeling inflexible and like you need to control to feel safe. You could feel like the world is an unsafe place to live in, that you have to be on guard. The tension is like a barrier to keep you safe. And that tension and rigidity is like a buffer between you and the world to give you that sense of control. You may be trying to protect yourself from pain and hurt, or perhaps maybe you feel stuck in a situation that you don't feel you can get out of. You might be pushing yourself too hard, putting pressure on yourself to succeed because you lack an inner confidence. And these are all things that can be going on with your back. And there's actually meaning behind each vertebra as well, depending on where you're experiencing the pain. And I can share that meaning with you in a session, but to give you an example of the differences. So C3 is buying into other people's negative beliefs and judging yourself and others. It can represent low self-esteem and feeling vulnerable. And T10 is living in the past and holding on to feelings of resentment and anger, which keep you stuck and feeling controlled by your circumstances. So those are just a couple of examples of uh, the back. Okay, so let's move on to the stomach. So your stomach is how you digest life and also how you assimilate new information. So when you're not digesting well, you may not be taking the time to understand what you need to do to grow and feel positive in your life. You might feel stuck in a pattern of fear or limitation, perhaps fear of the future or the unknown and not having the courage to take important steps forward. You may be getting very caught in your intellect and not taking the time to digest your feelings and what they're trying to share with you. And one of the questions you can ask yourself if this is happening for you is if your stomach had a voice, what would it say? What are you not digesting? So you can have a think about that. Uh, the shoulders. So the shoulders represent feeling weighed down by responsibilities. And often uh, we still take on more, even though we've got so much that we're carrying. It's really this carrying the weight of the world. There could be conflict between needing time for yourself and your current responsibilities. Uh, your boundaries might be failing and perhaps you're not expressing your needs. You may feel very obligated to serve and not actually receiving in return. You could be holding on to too much stress and worry, feeling overwhelmed and perhaps discouraged. You might not trust others to deliver and therefore you have that feeling like you need to do it all yourself. And because of that, you end up feeling frustrated and exhausted and depleted 
And because of that, you often feel like you're not doing enough because you've taken on too much, which makes you take on even more, which will only deplete you further. So it can really be quite a cycle there. Uh, You might feel like you get taken advantage of. And this is where you might need to start to look at where you can create healthy boundaries. Where do you need to delegate more? How can you create more support for yourself? Uh, Interestingly enough too, if your shoulders are drooping, it can indicate a lack of joy and fun and that you're focusing on problems rather than solutions. So you could look at shifting your posture here and also asking yourself, well, where can I bring in more joy and how can I focus on solutions? And that can create a shift. The next thing I wanted to talk about is your skin. So your skin is your barrier between you and the world. And if you have things going on with your skin, you might feel unprotected. You could feel irritated or angry or frustrated, like someone is getting under your skin. It can also represent low self-esteem and deep-seated insecurities, a disliking of the self, maybe you're criticizing or invalidating yourself, or perhaps feel uncomfortable in your own skin. There might be a sense of like you don't belong and you put barriers around yourself. Um, Or it can also show when your boundaries are being overstepped. So maybe you're unable to say no and you try to fit into circumstances in life that don't fit or resonate with you. So you go against your own needs. You say yes to gain acceptance, but then end up feeling frustrated or irritated. This can all show up as irritation of the skin. So this might be doing some work around building your self-esteem and building your confidence. Uh, You might need to get support with doing that, Uh, focusing and developing what you do like about yourself. And again, where can you put in boundaries in your life so that you don't need to do it in a physical way? So now we're moving on to the neck. And the neck is where your throat is. So it can represent difficulties in communication and feeling pressured in relationships with an inability to communicate feelings. Perhaps you hold on to unresolved issues in relationships. You could feel uh, quite pressured, almost like sort of being a strangled type feeling, like you can't get your words out. And you might feel dominated by someone else's controlling nature. You might like to inquire you know, what is a pain in the neck? You know, we often say that, don't we? They're a pain in the neck. And what underlying emotion is stored there and work on moving through and expressing that. The neck also connects the head and your heart. So you could be spending too much time thinking and trying to work things out and not enough time being aware of your feelings and connecting to your intuition So you're really avoiding the feelings of the heart, spending too much time in the head. So you could ask yourself, how can I move more into my heart? And I have a meditation that you can use for that, and I'll link it in the show notes. The next is hands. So your hands is how you handle life. Yeah, it's lending a helping hand. Do you give a helping hand to everyone else when you're in need yourself and not very good again at receiving? Uh, Perhaps you're gripping your hands too tightly and this could represent you're gripping on too tightly to where you are now in your life. Perhaps you have fear of the future 
or a lack of faith in your ability to create what you want in your life. You might feel like you can't quite find a clear path or direction or you could fear success. And if this is where you're at, some of my programs could help you uh, work through this or working one-on-one to help you get clarity in your direction and also to help you to release what's not working so you can bring new fresh energy into your life. Feet is quite similar. Um, Your feet carry you through life, yeah? They support you. They connect you to the earth. Uh, It could also be that fear of change or fear of moving towards success and losing control. And when you have problems with your feet, you might feel like you're moving in the wrong direction or literally feel like you could move forward. Perhaps you feel stuck and indecisive. There could also be... um, you know, the saying, getting cold feet about a situation. Um, so you might be wanting to sort of pull, pull back or pull out, even if perhaps it's something that you want to do. Or maybe it's a sign that you're going forward with something that you know instinctively is not right. And you may want to move forward, but perhaps you find it hard to accept that you deserve what you want in your life. And a little bit like the hands, I would encourage you to do some deeper work around this so it can be resolved and we can get you moving forward. The eyes. So the eyes could be you're not liking what you see around you. Perhaps you're seeing obstacles or limitations or maybe you want things to be different to what they are. You might only see from one perspective or maybe even seeing life from a negative point of view. You might feel like you're losing sight of what you want in your life. And you may also have a fear of being seen. It can also represent not living in the present or perhaps not even organizing your time so you can be in the present. So you can ask yourself the question, what is it that I don't want to see if you're having issues with your eyes? And can you shift your focus from what is not working to what makes you feel grateful? Where where is there beauty? Perhaps it's just getting out in nature and connecting to the simple things. There's also differences with the right and the left eye that I won't go into here. And in fact, that's the same with everything. It's um, the right hand or the left hand can represent different things, right foot and left foot. Um, But as I said, I'm just giving this overview, but we can start to delve deeper into these things. And moving on to the ears, if you're having trouble with your ears, you might feel frustrated by your surroundings and want to block it all out essentially blocking out what you don't want to hear. For example, what you hear might be in conflict with your thinking or your beliefs, or perhaps what you're hearing causes stress. You might also not be listening to your own internal guidance and wisdom. Alternatively, you might be shutting down your mind and not being open to new perspectives. So you can ask yourself, well, what is it that I don't want to hear? And open up to deeper listening, particularly connecting into the inner voice and what your your inner self is trying to tell you. Always coming back to that as the guide. And lastly, I wanted to talk about your heart. So your heart is what gives you drive and enthusiasm. It's your passion. It's your desire. 
So if you're having problems with your heart, you might feel uninspired or flat or close-hearted, rejected. Uh, Heart problems can be related to not expressing your feelings or emotions or not feeling safe to express them or perhaps not feeling worthy of attention. You might have trouble either giving or receiving love or, or both. You might have given up on love or perhaps believe that you don't deserve it. Uh, You might criticize yourself or be quite self-deprecating. And it could show up as not listening to your heart, uh, feeling unfulfilled or disappointed in life because you're not following your deeper passions. And if you have a heart blockage, it may mean that you're giving too much to others and not giving that love to yourself, always putting others as uh, more important than you and living uh, secondary essentially to their needs, putting yourself in that second place. It's necessary to bring in your own self-love. A high blood pressure can mean that something is making your blood boil, allowing things externally to rule your life and not healing the inner emotions. You let your emotions and reactions rule you. And again, by coming back uh, to yourself rather than everybody else and learning to work with your emotions can help with your blood pressure. Uh, heart palpitations can mean that you're not at peace with the world around you. Perhaps you're operating from fear rather than from your heart and from love. And you could get stuck in fight or flight mode. And so finding ways to calm your nervous system, uh, working with your breath is a great one for the heart. Uh, and to bring yourself out of that sympathetic nervous system and into more peace. They can be tools that you can work with to help uh, with the heart. So I'll leave it there. They were 10 different body parts and what you might be experiencing emotionally uh, or psychologically uh, that is going on um, with the physical body that may correlate for you. Uh, So this is really just to give you a taster of how you can start to see if what goes on in your body interacts with your mind and your emotions. And if you'd like to explore this on a deeper level with the kinesiology session, please do reach out. As I mentioned, I will link those books below. But thank you so much for being here with me today. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, I'd be very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple iTunes to allow this podcast to grow and to reach others to get to know their own inner healing gifts. Also, if you feel it could help your community, please do share it on social media and be sure to tag me so that I can acknowledge and support you too. Take care, everyone, and speak to you soon. Bye.